Burr exclusive on the production. Your experience just got serious. For the producers of God of the Coach. Exclusive hype brings to you. Ten on the clock. Here's your host, Tyrone Smith. Fresh off of the Warriors' victory over the Sacramento Kings last night. I guess you can officially say that this is week number 24. Even though I have it as week 25, I got my weeks all messed up ever since I've been on on that little hiatus. So we're going to go ahead and rock with what's been going on because I've seen that they did a press release for players of the week for week 24. Or week 23, my bad. I don't know what's going on, man. This is 10 on the clock. I'm Tyrone Smith. Wrong to exclusive hustle bandit sneaker bandage. Y'all already know the vibes. And we are literally in the last week of the National Basketball Association regular season. After this week, there will be no more regular season games. We will be officially moving on to the play in tournament and the NBA playoffs. Hell which yeah. means that everybody in their mama is going to be watching the NBA playoffs because nobody cares about the NBA regular season. So the fact that I went ahead and did weekly episodes for people who may not have watched basketball, I need, I think I need a round of applause for myself because this is a lot of time, work, effort and energy that I put into this. Before we get into the episode, though, I want to give a shout out to the teams that are not going to be playing in the postseason. Every single team just about who's been at the bottom of their conferences has been eliminated with the exception of one particular team. And that is the team in Los Angeles who is still fighting for their lives. But the outlook is not looking very positive that they've lost their two previous games, including a very key game in LA against the Pelicans and then they lost Sunday night against the Nuggets with my MVP Nikola Jokic going crazy out there for the teams that didn't make it for the teams that are going to be looking for answers into their season going into this offseason I want to give a 10 second moment of silence Thank you. Now let's get into the episode. Just now, I just talked about teams that didn't make the playoffs and who are going to be going into the offseason looking to upgrade their roster. Two teams that I do want to talk about in particular that I feel has the opportunity next season to make some legitimate noise in their respective conferences. 
And those teams are the Oklahoma City Thunder and the Detroit Pistons. When you have a lot of cap and you have a lot of draft picks, you have the opportunity to do a lot of great things. Now, it's going to be interesting to see how they continue to develop the course because this team has so much cap room that they can take on bad contracts for more draft capital and just have a whole bunch of draft picks that they could possibly use for a legitimate superstar to help elevate or expediate. What? Is that a word, expediate? They have some good, solid pieces in attack already. You look at a guy like Shea Gilgis Alexander. You also look at a guy like Josh Giddy. Two interchangeable guys, two big guards who have the ability to do a lot of great things offensively. Josh Giddy, one of the better playmakers in this league. Shea Gilgis Alexander has that old man game, but he gets he gets it done. He's very effective with the way he goes about it. And then you have other guys like Trey Jones, Luke Dortz, Darius Baisley, Isaiah Roby, Pukusevsky. What? You know, these are a lot of young guys who they invested in, and these are guys that are going to continue to make strides towards being better players. When you look at Detroit, it's finally looking like Detroit has a vision. So many years this team has had has not had a vision. They've always been good enough not to be in the lottery, and they've always been bad enough to not to contend for NBA championships. When Troy Reaver came in, he decided to dismantle the whole thing. Started with Andre Drummond being traded, Blake Griffin being bought out, Reggie Jackson being bought out, and letting the young guys rock. Went ahead and they got Kay Cunningham the previous year. They got Killian Hayes, Sadiq Bain, Isaiah Stewart. And this is a team that is poised to make some legitimate noise, I feel. I feel like the Pistons, to me, could have been with the Cavs were this year. And the Cavs, to me, should have been with the Pistons. And, and that's no knock on what Cleveland. I just didn't like the mix that they had in terms of who they were getting and their starting five. This is why I'm not a general manager, though. And this is why I just critique things and I just give my opinion. They have a nice young mix of young guys. They have a nice young mix of, of older players. I think this is a team with Marvin Bagley that just came in. He's been playing well for them. They're going to get another top lottery pick. And they're going to have some money to possibly go out and get another player. Personally, I don't think that if the player that they really want isn't there, then they shouldn't waste the money, get some guys that can be glue guys and go after it next year and see what, what happens then. But the Pistons and the Oklahoma City Thunder are my two teams that I really feel can make some legitimate noise next season. Now I want to talk about the Boston Celtics. They lost Robert Williams, who I feel is going to be the defensive player of the year this year just because of the impact that he had when he was on the court defensively. But when you look at what Boston has been able to do with Marcus Smart and Robert Williams and getting guys to buy in defensively has been quite impressive considering the fact that when we was talking about the Celtics earlier on in the season, early on in episodes, we was talking about possibly trading Jason Tatum or Jalen Brown to get more talent in there because the two just couldn't coexist. These two are coexisting now and the team is finally gelling and is looking like they're going to be a strong contender in the Eastern Conference. Maybe where you won't consider them championship contenders, but they're going to make a lot of teams sweat and I can potentially see them going quite far. Now, Robert Williams is out for a considerable amount of time due to an injury. 
since January the 21st, the Celtics have had one of the better records in the league, and their defensive net rating has been one of the best in the league. And that's impressive considering what we initially thought of the Celtics going forward. Looking at Boston, I think they can still continue on. They just beat up on the Washington Wizards. They, defensively, it seems like they haven't really lost a step. Like they give up a little more points, but they still compete defensively. And I think that's a lot has a lot to do with Marcus Smart and his leadership. And I'm interested to see how Boston's gonna fare out in the playoffs. The 2022 Hall of Fame class has been named, and let me send a congratulations to all the recipients who got the call to be knighted into the Hall of Fame. Guys like Manager Nobly, Tim Hardaway, George Carl, Bob Huggins, Swing Cash, who was probably one of my favorite WNBA players growing up in Detroit, watching her lead the Detroit Shock to NBA championships, going from worst to first. It was a great sight to see. These are players among others who are going to be nominated into the 20 the class of 2022 which will commence on september the 10th 2022 and when we talk about swing cash who is currently an executive with the new orleans pelicans she was a three-time wnba champion four-time wnba all-star and two-time olympic gold medalist watching her and deanna nolan play together at the palace watching them Detroit Shock teams just go out there and really give the other teams the business. It was a it was a great sight to see. So I'm glad to see Swain Cash get her her just due. Mono Ginobili was a four-time NBA champion, two-time All-Star, NBA Six Man of the Year, played 16 years with the San Antonio Spurs. His accolades go way back to when he was in Argentina. The man has just been a certified winner his whole career, and. He, did, he most definitely deserves being a Hall of Famer. Tim Hardaway, senior. He played on five NBA teams. He's a five-time NBA All-Star, five-time All-NBA selection, an All-NBA first-team representative in 1997. I feel like Tim Hardaway should have been in the Hall of Fame, but his comments that he made years ago kind of condemned him and in the cancel culture i feel like a lot of people are going to have a lot of things to say about him being in the hall of fame this year but when you consider the fact that he has been one of the mainstays one of the faces in the lgbt community it's been quite impressive to see a complete 180 that tim hardaway has done considering his fact that he made such childish and immature statements back then he's been working with lgbtq uh, groups in florida he's donated to causes and even has some names of legislations and policies to represent him he was the first signee of to legalize same-sex marriage in florida in 2013 so when you talk about what you what you start at compared to what you are now it's all about elevation man all can elevate from where we were at one point in time and sometimes it just takes something in us or something to happen to us something negative to really open our eyes and really realize that some things just aren't as bad as we make them out to be so shout out to those particular individuals shout out to all of the nominees and i look forward to watching the uh hall of fame uh, induction ceremony in september
last but not least we going into our locks of the week last week i went four and three in the games that i selected which puts me at a record of 101 49 and one mm. actually eclipsed the 100 victory plateau friday with the pistons victory over the oklahoma city thunder mm. and i am very intrigued and very excited to go ahead and pick these games for you this week now monday there will be no games which means that I have picked two games for Tuesday to keep it the seven-game streak. And next week will be the last week of me picking games. I will not pick any of the NBA playoff games. I will touch on everything NBA regular season in my last episode. But this episode and the next episode will be my last 10 on the clock episodes. I will have Gotham Coach to talk about the NBA playoffs. I will break down everything that I've seen in the NBA playoffs, storylines, and things like that. So, let's get into it. Tuesday. You can give me the Bucks over the Bulls. And you can give me the Jazz over the Grizzlies. Wednesday, you can give me the Celtics over the Heat. Thursday, you can give me the Hawks over the Cavs. Friday, give me the Knicks over the Wizards. Saturday, give me the Hornets over the Sixers. And Sunday, you can give me the Spurs over the Trailblazers. Did you feel that? That's your soul re-entering your body. Take time to get yourself back together and tune in for a brand new episode soon.